Hey, what's going on? This is Jesse Belvin, and you are listening to the Free From 9 to 5 podcast. Uh, holy shit, I'm excited about this episode. Uh, my good friend Julian Doan, who is just one of the sickest entrepreneurs uh, he, you can you can not only talk to, meet, whatever, listen to, he is just the fucking deal. I was so excited to get him on the podcast and um he just he, he's so cool because he's like real he's like real you know he's not like one of those guys that just i mean he can be polished when he needs to be i've obviously seen him do that but over the last couple of years he's just like really transformed into this just raw entrepreneur that i think really everybody should at least listen to if you don't get the chance to meet him but he's super cool he's uh, down here in southern california also and um just was one of the best interviews uh I think I've ever had, honestly. And uh, not only started off as one of the guys I looked up to in business, uh, but we became good friends. And it was just one of those things where I was like, hey, man, you got to get on this podcast episode because what you're doing right now is awesome. And the listeners of this podcast, I think, would really benefit from listening to you. Um, so anyways, before we get going on that, I want to just talk about some really, just really sweet things that are going on uh, right now. Uh, for free from nine to five. So uh, the website, if you go to the website right now, it's in maintenance mode. Uh, the reason for that is because we are literally finishing up the finishing touches on uh, multiple uh, multiple projects. Uh, we had a free from nine to five website, but the theme, uh, the guys that were responsible for the theme, shit the bed, decided to go MIA, and then we were stuck with like a bullshit theme slash website. So we had to go into maintenance mode real quick. And real quick has turned into actually a couple of weeks. Um, so really, we're just doing the majority of our content through our free Facebook group, uh, Free From 9 to 5 Friends. So if you want to check that out, feel free to do so. We'll get the website up barely, uh, fairly soon. Um, we are launching a really sick t-shirt uh, slash apparel section of that. And that's kind of what I really wanted to talk about because when I got started with uh, Free From 9 to 5, I was like, okay, there is so many ways to make money that I want to bring all that to, uh, you know, our listeners, followers, readers, depending on what kind of content you're absorbing. Um, but it, it's it's even gotten crazier than that. It's not like, oh, hey, we're talking about drop shipping and e-com and, you know, day trading and crypto and that's it. I mean, literally, we're talking about everything. Uh, card breaks. We've had Kyle Finley come on here and talk about breaking cards. Um, if he listens to this podcast episode... Uh, I am desperately, desperately trying to get him to, to team up with me and turn this into a course because it is such a cool industry and you can make money at it. Uh, cards right now are in an all-time frenzy. Like everyone is trying to get their hands on sports cards. So not only can you make money from buying sports cards, but if you learn how to do card breaks uh, and get the, the proper equipment and uh, kind of know how to do everything, uh, you can make pretty good money doing that as well. So if you guys see Kyle, hear from Kyle, you tell him Jesse Belvin is trying to get a course made with you on card breaking. Um, but anyways, more than that, also video games, streamers. Okay, I've got, I'm not going to mention any names yet, but I've got some people in my life that are uh, doing very well as uh, Twitch streamers. And uh, it's so funny because when, when I was told uh, that this person especially was uh, getting started in it, you know, I, I kind of found myself thinking like a lot of people when friends and family talk to you about businesses and stuff, you're naturally skeptic. You're naturally like, oh man, I don't know, I don't know. Like, are you wasting your time? Whatever. And now, now this person is absolutely crushing it and I could not be more proud of them. And um, so anyways, I was like, man, what a cool industry, right? What a cool industry. I love video games. If you know me, I love video games. It's kind of like how uh, Gary V loves, like he's he's big into wine. He's big into spo uh, sports cards. Um, I think I think he got his hands in on shoes. Um, shoes aren't really my thing. I mean, I do have some nice shoes that I, I feature on Instagram, but it's not really my thing as far as like a business and making money goes. Um, but man, video games, I was like, fuck. So what's cool is I like to get involved in different things. Um, you know, I've even I've talked to Roblox developers to develop a Roblox game. My my daughter is actually starting her own YouTube channel, and I was like, oh man, well we gotta. At first I was like, I gotta learn how to build one. Then I realized I don't want to fucking learn how to build one. I want to just pay somebody to do 
to, to, to bring my vision to life and to make money off of it. Because the nice thing about making money from home is when you make more of it and more of it and more of it, you can start speeding up the process uh, when you wanna go make even more money. So video games is something that's got me like, oh my gosh, dude, I've been doing it obviously for the last like 20 something years and I've never made any money from it, but man, I watched this girl, uh, she was on Facebook and she must be like a Facebook streamer. I'm getting like targeted now, I swear. And uh, she made like 1500 bucks in like three minutes. And it wasn't like 1500 bucks from like some lonely virgin. It was like 1500 bucks from like seven lonely virgins. And I was like, wow, that is crazy. Now, do I think uh, there's gonna be people out there that hand me that kind of money? Uh, not necessarily, but uh, I am I'm sure gonna give this a college try. I'm excited to see where it goes, post content. I mean, listen, here's what you need to know about 2021. The more fucking content you put out there on the internet, as long as it's decent, uh, the better off you will be. Content is king. My wife likes to say content is queen, but content is king if you're on my podcast. And it is, uh, it is just so, man, I, it's all I wanna do. I literally would not sleep if, if I didn't have to get up early in the morning, I would not sleep. I would just stay up all night streaming, putting together courses, putting together content, Instagram, you name it, blogs, podcasts. Uh, I'm just obsessed with content. And so anyways, yes, video games is a way you can make money. Uh, are you gonna go full time in it? I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I can do it. We'll see if I can learn some uh, some steps along the way and teach you how to do it as well. Um, but anyways, guys, all I know I'm rambling, but really all I want you to do is I want you to go find me on Twitch. Um, I always get Twitch and Switch. <laughs> we have a Switch downstairs, um, but Twitch. I want you to go find me on Twitch. I think it's just still like all my other handles, Jesse Belvin underscore 619 uh, representing San Diego, California. But uh, so Jesse Belvin underscore 619. Um, mostly what I'm playing right now, Clash of Clans, uh, uh, Warcraft 3, and then uh, I just finally got hooked up with uh, Call of Duty. Uh, I didn't actually just start playing. I actually play way too much, but I finally got it hooked up to where I can stream from my TV, through my computer, and then onto all my channels. So anyways, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, make sure to follow every follow, you know, or subscription, whatever it's called, uh, means the world. We're going to be setting up some awesome gear, some awesome t-shirts and, uh, and obviously like, uh, you know, listing it on the, uh, free from nine to five website when that's up. And it's just so cool, man. My vision is coming to life. It's, it's something I've, I've wanted to do for so long. I've wanted this to be fun. I wanted to be excited when I woke up, uh, to work on this. And I finally have something that I am excited. I'm excited about our partnerships uh, that we have with Digital Diamond Hunter. I mean, shit, crypto is blowing up right now. I'm, I'm making more fucking money every single day in the crypto markets than I've ever made in anything. I'm making like, like I, I don't even wanna talk about it, but basically, I'm, I'm, it's like six months worth of income when I used to have a job, I'm making that in a day. And uh, do I think it's gonna continue? I don't know, I mean, we're, I think we're at the start of a bull run, but this whole vision, this whole free from nine to five stuff is coming to life and it was so funny because I, you know, I used to make a lot of money as an entrepreneur, but I was never happy. I was never fired up. And then all of a sudden I was like, man, and I don't even, honestly, I don't even really like motivating people. I got so burnt out on trying to motivate people, like the unmotivatables, you know, like just like, and I think a lot of that was the industry I had chosen, but um, regardless, I was just so burnt out. And then now I'm like, fuck, I'm just gonna bring the content to people, get in where you fit in. Decide what you wanna do. You will like video games, cool. Follow my Twitch channel. Maybe I'll come up with a course if I can figure it out. Um, maybe I can bring on uh, this this uh, no-named person that I'm not gonna name to uh, to uh, <laughs> bring some, some video game content to the, uh, to the podcast or to the website. Um, but either way, guys, I'm gonna be bringing content in all different industries, all different niches, partnerships. We're gonna be, we're, everybody's gonna be talking about free from nine to five. Uh, so anyways, with that, definitely make sure you subscribe to this podcast, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, hopefully I named them all. Uh, you, five star reviews mean the world. Uh, I will literally be your best friend. You will be invited to my next birthday party if you give me a five star review because we're trying to get this podcast to 100. And um, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm literally saying this. I, I'm even like, we, we even have like this little thing. Like we're, we're doing like uh, $5 gift cards with Starbucks for people that do like um, five star reviews. Like 
I, I, I cannot, like I love Starbucks. That's, you know, so whatever. But literally all you have to do is go to iTunes or, or if you have the podcast app, the, that purple little app on your phone, all you have to do is go there, find my podcast and leave a five-star review and say, oh, this shit was fucking awesome, right? And then send me a screenshot of that and then I will send you a $5 gift card to Starbucks. It's that easy and it helps out a podcast that you're already listening to. So let's try to get this podcast to 100 reviews. It will be so good if we do that because good things happen when you get to 100 reviews. Um, but anyways, guys, I got to turn it over to uh, my good friend Julian Doan. We had an absolute killer podcast episode. We actually did it on Instagram um, live. So you're actually, this is the podcast episode <laughs> and then uh, we'll be getting it repurposed onto YouTube as well. So anyway, anyways, guys, uh, with that, I'm going to, I'm going to get myself out of the way, play my theme music, and uh, hopefully you enjoy this episode. Yo, what's up, my man? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, it's been a while. I know, man. Looking are you, good. Are you a vampire, bro? I swear you, like, don't age. I, you know, I, I still get carded for, uh, for Dayquil. So that's, <laughs> that's the weirdest thing in the world. So I, I don't... <laughs> I try to grow out some facial hair every now and then, and then it doesn't, it doesn't really work, so... I don't know how it works for me, but it's weird. I'm, like, one of the only I, Asians. Dude, I was going to tell you, in your, um, that video you did of, like, the fighting... Yeah. Which, by the way, was fucking awesome. But the um, uh, and I'll ask you how you did that because that was really cool. But the your beard was on point, man. That was like a really good good beard video. Yeah, I trimmed it. You know, I had the brush and everything. <laughs> I was hanging. So I, was, I was hanging a lot, hanging out a lot with my Muslim friends. So you know, they gave me the tips and the tricks and stuff <laughs> like that. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, man, that was a, that was really sick. Um, Okay, so I know people are starting to get on. I'll do a quick intro because obviously we do this for the podcast as well. Um, and then we'll go ahead and intro uh, Julian here. Um, so obviously, guys, this is free from nine to five. This is the podcast. And, um, you know, you can find us on pretty much everywhere. Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, uh, iTunes. And, um, you know, something we just started doing at probably last podcast. And so I just want to throw it out there for any uh, anybody who does a five-star review on iTunes, uh, email me a screenshot. We'll send out a, uh, uh, like a $5, I think it's Starbucks card to you, uh, for a five-star really means the world. We're trying to get to a hundred good things happen to your podcast when you get to a hundred. So we're trying to push for that. And, um, and then, uh, also side, side note, before we get into this awesome podcast episode with Julian, uh, we are, we are launching a mini course, as you guys know, free from nine to five. 70% of the U.S. Uh, workforce hate their job, and, you know, sometimes too much opportunity is just as stressful as not enough opportunity, and so this is kind of one of those cool programs where we, we collab with other entrepreneurs, not just from podcasts, but from courses as well, and uh, we are actually working on, right now, a mini course for the, uh, for the crypto industry. For those of you guys that have not gotten started with it, uh, there's obviously, a, uh, we're getting ready for a major bull run even this week has been very excited. So uh, all different industries, all different niches. And of course, uh, crypto is uh, one of the hottest ones right now. So we are coming up with a mini course, uh, me and Kyle Finley, it will be out very shortly. And so I wanted to make that announcement real quick, but let's stop messing around. Let's get right to why you guys are all here. Um, so this guy, and uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to do my best because it's like, this is like, a, I'm, I'm, I'm like a, a high school basketball player and I'm, I'm introducing LeBron James. Like, this is like my, my guy. This is my, uh, I've, I've looked up to him for, for years. And um, he's actually one of the, one of my first mentors. I and mean, he didn't even know it. I was like spying on him and watching his videos. Um, but we were in the same industry in the, uh, the network marketing industry where I got my start to, to entrepreneurship. And uh this this dude, we, first of all, I don't know if you guys know network marketing. Sometimes like teams, like there's teams and then there's like organizations. And a lot of a lot of people, they are uh, they're not so cool with like teaching other people that don't affect or that don't like help their check. And uh, Julian was one of those guys that like didn't really matter. He always reached out, um, and it was uh, it, it was he was by far one of the biggest helps to uh, to my growth in that industry. And so I was nervous about asking him to get on here. 
and uh, he is super cool about coming on here and uh, I've been watching him. Uh, I've, I've obviously, I haven't been in network marketing for a minute, but um, I've been watching him and he's, he's absolutely crushing it. And, uh, and we both love MMA. So it's like, we're always staying in touch, always talking about what's going on in that industry. So uh, I wanted to, to give Julian like a shout out, get him on here. The, now, Julian, you have um, obviously done very well in network marketing. Um, but you also are kind of like a mindset coach, right? Like, tell us a little bit about first, I know I'm just kind of springing this on you, but yeah. as far as your live events that you throw, what, what exactly is it? Is it mindset related? Um, so the specific niche that we're involved in is called transformational training. Transformational training is a little bit different than, than personal development. Personal development is kind of like fixing the sink, right? You identify the problem, we fix the sink. Transformation is like you go directly to the well, right? You fix the source. And so the process of how we do that is very, very different. It's not like traditional seminars where you're sitting on stage, you're just taking notes, you're listening to it. There's a lot of closed eye meditations, um, you know, closed eye processes, a lot of sharing. It's uh, done in a group environment. So it's, it's very, very powerful. But the idea behind it is to get to the source, fix the stories that you have that's governing your life. Because the stories you tell yourself the most is what your life becomes, right? So many people out there are trying to fix their external circumstances thinking that's going to fix, you know, how they feel on the inside. But the reality is how you change the inside changes your external world. So that's kind of like the short version. And like how that came to be was I was in network marketing my first five years. Didn't really make any money. I went to every meeting, every training. And I was just the guy that everybody knew was positive and took notes. And finally, my mentor like took this training. He recommended me to go to it. And it was kind of sad because he was like, listen, Julian, like you, you know, I like you. You know, we became <laughs> friends. Um, yeah. But I'm starting to think that not everybody can actually build this business. We tell everybody they can, but I'm starting to think that you can't. And you're on auto ship every month. You're paying $200 for, you know, these, these, uh, these, 24, case, these 24 cans of energy drinks. And, um, you know, you're obviously paying me, but I want to make sure that, you know, I do something for you. So I'm going to pay for you to go to this training. And at least at the end of the day, if you don't make money in our business anymore, at least I know I did something for you. And it was there that I realized I was focusing on all the wrong things. I was constantly focused on what do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? And the deeper question is who do I need to be? Because you and I both know, yeah, people get started in any industry and they have no experience because they're excited, because they're confident, because they believe in themselves. They'll naturally figure out how to do things, right? And so it, it was beautiful. It's kind of like, a, you know, the realization that I have all the fucking answers, but at the same time, I don't have all the fucking answers. And I know sure. that sounds confusing, but it's kind of like um, when, you you know, when you have a kid for the first time, it's like you never you never been a parent, right? So you don't know how, you don't know how to be a parent. But what happens? You figure out how to be a parent because you are a parent, and it's just like having that sure. mindset. Yeah, sure. So it's almost like, and I'm not obviously I have no idea what I'm talking about here, but it's almost like it seems like like on the surface level you are what what you think, and it's and it's all you know like oh man I know this or I don't know that or whatever. But like kind of if you dig deeper, you dig a little bit deeper, like on the when you kind of. Um, I don't actually know how else to put it. Like when you really dig, uh, you find out you're either so much more or that you don't actually, uh, there, there needs to be some more growth or something like that. Um, that's really cool. So do you yeah. guys do, do you guys do like, so then, so is this the same kind of program? So, okay. So what you just said, I just found a, I just realized a better way to explain it. Okay. So traditional personal is like this, right? Imagine if like, um, you know, on a scale from one to 10, 10 is like your highest potential, your highest self, right? Sure. And a lot of us, we have certain beliefs that most people would, if you were, if they're being honest, would rate themselves at a three or a four. And so what most people do their whole entire lives is they go out there, they do the things they think they need to do, or, you know, be the things they need to be. So that way they can be a 10. But the reality is, is if you're a three, the more you try to be a 10, the more you realize that you're a 10. And even if you get those results, you'll always go back. Does that make sense? And so what transformation says is, what if you're already a 10? You just bought into some bullshit beliefs that make you think you're a three. So we can identify those release, those beliefs and release it. You'll automatically be there. And then everything else changes. So that's kind of like how it is. That's, that's awesome, man. Okay. So before I get into this, it just popped into my head because this is, um, and I don't know if this is related, but this training you gave me, man, was like one of the best. Um, Julian came over uh, to hang out with us. We were living in Arizona. We were going through a super tough time, probably actually the worst time in since I got started as an entrepreneur. And uh, he came over, I think it was Christmas of all, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of all days. And we were hanging out and it was so cool because he gave me this training. He said, I was going through a really tough time and he was like, hey, listen, think about who 
who's doing something better than you, right? Don't say his name, but just like think about who that person is. And I was like, okay. And then he goes, okay, I want you not to think about a bunch of things, but I just want you to think about one thing that you think this person does better than you. And then I was thinking, he's like, you're like, don't tell me what it is. Just think about it. And I was like, all right. So I think about it. And he goes, okay, I'll bet you it's something that's actually changeable. Like you could actually improve on that pretty rapidly and, uh, and start seeing better results and like, you know, kind of close the gap a little bit. Yeah. And it was so crazy because I'll never forget it was scheduling, right? I know I'm, I'm just kind of on a tangent here, but it was scheduling. And I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's right. This guy, I'll bet you is a better scheduler than I am. And that's not something that I have to go do like some like crazy, like whatever, like it's right here in front of me. I just yeah. want to be a better scheduler. And it was the way you broke that down, man. I've, I've actually talked about this before and I think on different podcasts, but it was one of the best trainings for me because what you start finding out, like you said, it's like, it, like it, it's just like, it's, it's crazy what is really possible, right? When you start breaking things down, you start really looking at stuff. It's like, like my whole life I was told I'm, I'm X, right? Or whatever, like I'm, uh, this, is, this is your life, this is what you're gonna be. And, and it's amazing what entrepreneurship and even better, like people like yourself, have really been able to unlock for myself, for others. And, uh, and sometimes it's not, it's like tweaks. Sometimes it's not like this like crazy thing. It's like, sometimes it's just tweaks and it's like, wow, this was, yeah. this was one of the best life-changing, <laughs> you probably didn't even know it, but small things that you, you did, it was such a big thing for me in my, in my life and my journey. Um, now I know I gave you, I tell everyone, I give pre-written questions. I like to free flow and go off on tangents and stuff, but, um, so Julian, you've been an entrepreneur for a while now. Obviously, you said you kind of struggled, right? Yeah. For for years, um, and uh, and I think everybody, you know, most everybody, I'm saying, listen, you're really, really lucky. Uh, yeah. To struggle in one aspect. Sometimes people don't struggle right away, and then they struggle a couple of years in. So it yeah, just really yeah. Just depends. Um, so how long would you say, or when did you know you wanted to actually be an entrepreneur? When did you know you were different, like you were wired different? I mean, I think I I, I think at the end of the day, I always knew. And I think, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, not just entrepreneur, but anybody that's destined for greatness, destined for bigger things, I think their whole entire life, especially in the beginning, they've always been an outlier. Now, in the beginning, it could look like they're just naturally an overachiever. They do better than everybody else. Or it could be the opposite, which I think is like me. It's like you just don't fit in in general and you're just an outcast. And, um, you know, one of the, you know, corniest lines I've ever said, you know, that we always say is that maybe, uh, you, you know, what is it? If you want to be outstanding, you got to stand out, right? And so when you're an outcast, maybe that's what you should know that you're not meant to be like everybody else. So I kind of knew that everybody else followed the rules. I always got in trouble in school. My parents weren't wealthy. You know, my parents didn't have a lot of money. So I was always naturally a hustler. Um, thank God my dad was a computer engineer because, you know, we had access to CD burners before that was popular, yeah. before everybody had it. And so I would like my first entrepreneur is like burning custom CDs yep. so I can go out there and I can get the Air Force Ones because Nelly's song Air Force Ones just came out. My parents were going to spend hundreds of dollars on shoes. So that's naturally how I started it. But I think what really turned the tide for me is I remember senior year, I was sitting in the bathroom stall. Like I was just picking, you know, eating lunch, you know, in the bathroom stall. And um, I was just like, man, I'm tired of being a loser. There has to be more to this. Like there has to be something different. And I'm tired of being a loser, tired of being picked on. Like, I just want to do something and just prove people wrong. And that was kind of my initial like motivation. And when I was introduced to network marketing and went to my first meeting, they just spoke certain things that I never heard anywhere else. And it was there that I was like, man, this is home, like entrepreneurship. Like, this is what I resonate with. You know, I don't want to settle, right? You know, I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to follow that mold. You know, I want to have freedom. And, and so that's kind of how it started. So I think naturally we, we always know it's a certain event to spring it to life. I'm so glad you said all that, man. And you know, it's so funny because one of the things I always get like different answers when I say, well, when did you know? You know, I think somebody asked me like a couple of years into it, like, when did you know? And I'm like, dude, I had no idea. There was nothing. And then I started thinking, I actually was like, wow, you know what? And uh, I want to say it was like fifth grade, maybe sixth grade, fifth grade. I was burning CDs. We, we were making just way too much money off of it. Cause only like, like you, like you said, like only a couple people had burners, right? Everyone else yeah. just had like their standard computer. And then if you had a burner, there was a real opportunity there. Yeah. And, um, and that's so funny you said that. Cause I actually had to look back and go, oh, you know what? That is, that is interesting. That's, I was making a lot of money doing that. The thing is, is like, I, I very, very much so uh, fit into the guy who became like, um, a product of his environment. You know, my, my family's like a, 
you know, well, they were uh, like kind of lower middle class. We had a big family, a lot of siblings. And it was like, hey, union job, that's what you need to go get. That, you know, if you can go to college, cool. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to push it too hard. And, um, and then that's, that's kind of what it was. And I'm, I'm very, very, very thankful for network marketing um, to this day for, for teaching me a lot of good stuff and a lot of like, and, and really opening my eyes to what's possible as an entrepreneur. Now, this kind of leads me into my next question for you. Um, it, it, you know, there's a lot of people that are working their job and, and they're probably saying like, I, I'm busy or I just don't know if I can do it. Maybe they're later on in their life. And I, and I get that all the time, right? I'm, oh man, I'm, you know, 50 or 55 or 40 or whatever. Now, my question for you is, if they're saying, I need to get started, I just don't know where, right? I'm not surrounded by people that are pointing me in the right direction. What would you tell them? What's the industry you would point to them to really get that kind of fire hose start, you know, where they're just learning a lot, regardless of whether they're winning, that they're learning a lot? You know, that's such a loaded question because there's so many directions that you can take. And I'm a firm believer that there's no, there's no cookie cutter answer. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but what I can say is though, is I honestly think if you want to know if you're an entrepreneur, I think net, as, as cliche as it sounds, I think network marketing is the average person's best chance, not in succeeding. Okay. Right. But in figuring out if you're meant to be an entrepreneur or not, the reason why, cause you know, the beauty of network marketing is there's already a product. There's already a service. The system's already designed for you. You know, oftentimes you can easily find a really good mentor, someone that can teach you and all you gotta do is be coachable. But the reason why I say network marketing is valuable because it teaches you in a safer environment, how to, you know, um, discipline your disappointments, how to educate your emotions, how to deal with rejection, how to bounce back, how to move forward and stuff like that. And I say network marketing because oftentimes the startup cost of network marketing is so cheap, but if you were to go out there and start a business and you know, you're putting 25,000, $50,000 in and it fails, it fails. So that's what I would say. But you know, honestly, if you have an idea of what industry you want to get into, I would say find a mentor, find somebody that's killing it in that industry, you know, currently. And if you can learn from them, learn from them. And I say that's the best route to take. Man, that is, that's so spot on. Um, you know, we've talked about this in other episodes, but um, obviously with the intro I gave and then just, just stuff that my wife and I are even going through right now, I cannot possibly uh, stress enough how important mentorship is. Yeah. Um, whether you find somebody to do it for free or you actually need to invest in it, sometimes the investing in it is actually the best. Yeah, thing. and just to add to that, you know, my, uh, my, my Muay Thai coach says something that was really great. He says, great training isn't free. Free training isn't always great. And, you know, you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? And to be honest, even if you pay a lot of money for a mentor, but the mentor sucks, here's what's going to happen, though. Because you put so much money into it, you have more skin in the game. You're going to pay attention to it a little bit differently than somebody else. You know what I mean? Sure. You're going to treat it like a real thing. So. Sure, man. I, I, you know, we didn't actually even know, I think, until just a couple of months ago, like the difference between YouTube University and like real coaching, like, like where it's like we're spending money on this coaching, this program. And we're going to give it our all. And we're going to take it very serious. And it's, it's, it's night and day. You know, I, I love seeing like the, you know, people doing drop shipping. And, and yeah. by, by the way, I have looked up every free course on drop shipping you can possibly imagine. I promise you, if I were to find somebody that's like mastered it, making six figures, seven figures, I was just like, hey, man, I'm going to pay you. Let's just rock and roll. Yeah. I would learn 10 times more from that guy. Because the thing is, especially with free training, is there's a reason that it's free. There's a reason that people are doing free training, right? Because free training, you give value, you give tons of value, tons of value, tons of value. But as we know, that tons of value is with a purpose, right? They're trying to get you somewhere, ultimately to a paid training yeah. or, or an affiliate or something. And, um, and so you can find good stuff for free, but you will never find something like you will when you actually invest. And like you yeah. said, investing does stuff for you. It does, it makes you. Skin in the game. I really like that you said that. It's yeah. Skin in the game. Like even um, for me, like just, just to tag on to what you're just saying, like I do a yeah. lot of free trainings. I post a yeah. lot of free stuff. But the intention I do, the reason why I do that is to give you so much value that if you're like, man, I got a lot from this. I got stuff that I can apply. If this is good, what exactly. can I learn when I pay? Exactly. And so that's kind of the intention, you know? Exactly, exactly. And that's, and I mean, it, 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 it should be like that. It really should be like that, you know, because... Uh, if, if you just, if like somebody, Bob, just has like a $20,000 price tag and no free content, it's like, who's going to hand Bob yeah. $20,000? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
that's that is but and so for if you're listening and you're like well you know i i'd love to be able to start here it's like sure like you can still get great content for free you absolutely can but it does something there's like a switch that goes off and as you know when there's skin in the game you you take it more serious you know um, yeah. i'm sure sports uh you know pretty much anything you do in life that you are paying to learn something from you're going to work harder if it's if it's if it's expensive or if there's actual um you know, I, I've said it a million times, skin in the game. Uh, yeah, if there's skin in the game, you take stuff more serious. You show up. You stop letting excuses get in your way because you paid money. You want to get the most out of it, you know? And that's kind of been our attitude with our, like, the coaching program. We've even gotten a part of what's like, oh, my gosh, you know, we're not, we're not messing around. Like, as soon as we're told to do something, we're like, we're going to do it because yeah. one, of, one of the things that we've realized, too, is, like, we don't want to get to the end and be like, we didn't do everything that we were told to do. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. That's why, like, even like, um, I just came out with a new program. You know, the reason I just thought about this right now because someone commented, they're asking me about it. It's called the Seed Hero Challenge because you know, obviously with COVID, I had to pivot. We couldn't really do sure. live seminars for a long time, so we kind of took a 30-day seminar, broke it down into a 30-day course, um, and gamified it. Right, but the way we started is we talk about the five laws, and the five laws is number one, you got to trust the process. Right, trust the process means if we say do A, B, C, D. You do A, B, C, and D, but for whatever reason, pressing the trusting the process is like the hardest thing for the average person to do because if we tell them to do A, B, C, and D, they want to do A, B, C, D, and E and F at the same time, right? right. So number one is trust the process. Number two, details matter. You got to pay attention to details. Number three, you got to be present, right? Like. You know, oftentimes, like, people take programs and they don't get the results. They blame the program. They blame the instructor. But in yep. reality, it's kind of like, well, if you're listening to the content while you're juggling your kids, while you're fucking around, while you're doing something else, it's like, of course, you're not going to get the res results. So if you're going to get a mentorship, make sure you set the environment correctly that you could be and do whatever it is you need to to maximize the results. It's kind of like being present is, is the secret because, you know, you could literally be having sex with your wife, right? Penis in a <laughs> vagina and your mind somewhere else. Where's your mind? I don't fucking know. But you know what I mean? It's like, if that's possible to not be present in that moment, it's like, you gotta be right. present, right? 100%. Um, and, and uh, you know, the other one is don't quit. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, people pay for these programs, they pay a lot of money, they expect results fast. But the reality is, is that, you know, you just can't quit. Quitting is so easy for so many people today. It's like, you know, we live in a society today where people get trophies even if they quit. And that's not the era I was born in. That's not the era you're born in. Like, if you quit, you quit. If you suck, you suck, right? You know, like, that's just the way it is. There's so, no ice cream for second place. <laughs> yeah, so that's, like, kind of the loss that we tell people, you know, and I think that applies to everything. You go to any program, any opportunity, you got to trust the process. Why? Because oftentimes these people, like, you know, I'll, I'll tell people, like, I'm following your course. You got to trust the process. Why? Because you've been, you've been fine-tuning this for years. It's not like something you just pulled out of your ass out of nowhere and dumped out sure. there. It's not like you, this program was tested on rats. You tested it on people. You have case studies. So it's like, why would you want to reinvent the wheel, especially if you've never done it, you know? So that, Okay, dude, this is, this is so good. Okay, so here's my question. I know I've already talked about I've talked to you about this for years, but obviously right now it's 2021. Entrepreneurship, um, we what, I'm not going to say when I got in necessarily, but like maybe a little bit before, maybe more like when you got in, right? It was still kind of, you told people you're an entrepreneur. Like I always love social network. Cause he's like, she's like, Justin Timberlake's like, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. And she's like, Oh, so you're, you're broke. Or you're like, Dude. When, when was your latest preneur? Right. Yeah. So now it's different, right? You say you're an entrepreneur. It's like, cool. Right. So yeah. my question uh, for you is what is one of the biggest misconceptions about being an entrepreneur? Um, I say the biggest misconception, uh, I mean, so I don't know if this is really the direction that you're looking for, but in my personal experience, I think one of the biggest misconceptions for me as an entrepreneur is I think that when I started a business, I need to do everything. And it's just like in the Ooh. beginning, it's like, you know, you know what your content is. If you, if you want to put out content, that's the kind of business you want to do, then master content. Now, if you have the time for it, you can master the systems, the coding, the copywriting or whatever it is. But if you have the money for it, it will actually save you more time to get experts to come to come in. I mean, that's why you have like presidents of companies have board of directors, right? So I think the biggest myth of an entrepreneur is that you have to do everything. You should probably learn everything, 
But as you scale it, you should probably bring in people that are better than you and that'll actually expedite the process. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for, but that's what comes to mind for me. That, that is actually, it's, it's, it is what I was looking for, but it was not the answer I thought I was going to get. But I'm, I'm glad you said that because it's so funny. We found that um, pretty much heading into like halfway through last year, uh, my wife's business, she does graphic design. Most of you guys know that. But um, we, we've done very well. But what we found is we could only get to a certain point. Like we really plateaued no matter how hard we, we, we tried. And we thought, do more, do more, do more, do more, do more. And what, it really, what we really realized, especially like I said, with mentorship, coaching, was actually bring in others who are good at specific things. Yeah. Have them pay them, right? Pay them to do those things. And then now your free time is freed up to go do the things that you've never been able to do yeah. to help scale that business. So it was, uh, it, it, it's almost like you kind of, you're going, you're going, you're going, you kind of slow down and you almost take a step backwards and then yeah. you like slingshot forward. And it's like, whoa. I, for, you know, I, like, I forgot who said it, but I think it was John C. Maxwell. And they go, the funniest thing is people go say, oh, go work on your strengths. Why would you go work on your, I mean, go work on your weaknesses. It's like, why would you work on your weaknesses? You're just gonna have stronger weaknesses. Work on your strengths and bring in right. people that, ha that are strong in your weaknesses. That's, that's, that is so true. Um, that's so true, man. Um, okay, okay, I love that, I love that, hold on. I'm just gonna check mark this because I wanna make sure I, I come back to this. Okay, so you've been in the game, right? Entrepreneurship, whatever, yeah. you've been in for a while. So everybody sees with social media, right? Oh man. He's, he looks good. He says the right things. He's I do, and I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it's, it's a curse, man. It's a curse. Uh, um, what, what would you say was the hardest moment for you? Because it hasn't always been uh, batting a thousand, right? So what's, what would you say is the hardest moment for you? Oh, man. Okay. It's not building the empire. It's losing the empire and rebuilding the empire. And I say that because... You know, the kind of the gift that we have in the beginning of building a business is we don't know what it takes. So we can lie to ourselves and say, we're almost there, we're almost there. Just keep pushing, just keep pushing, just keep pushing, right? But it's like when we lose it, then we have to rebuild it. Then we're just, that's when we're really tested because it's kind of like, damn, I knew what it took to get there. Am I willing to put in that work again? And that's like an honest conversation you got to have with yourself. But the beauty of it is if you can rebuild it over and over again, nobody can take anything away from you. So I think that was probably the biggest thing for me. Um, that's more of a general one. But the other one, I think the little things that add up to a lot is not having certain areas of my life in order, right? And, you know, one of the things I teach is that, you know, there's four key areas of our, of our lives that need to be in order. It's your health and fitness. It's your spirituality. And spirituality means, you know, how certain you are of yourself, like your voice. And also the voice of a higher power, whatever it is that you believe in. Higher, it could be a higher self, it could be God, it could be Allah, it could be Buddha, whatever it is, right? Third is your relationships. Relationships matter. And then last is your business, which is when I say business, what I mean is lifestyle and income. I think when we think of building a business, we should focus on building a lifestyle and income because at the end of the day, that's what we really want. And I say that because the biggest mistake I made for the last several years was I built my lifestyle around my business. Now I built my business around my lifestyle. So I can have time with my fiance. I can have time with my stepson. I can have time with my friends, right? But those four areas need to be in alignment because if you're bleeding in one, you're going to bleed in others. So it's kind of like, imagine, you know, um, you know, you imagine if you're building a business, right? And um, your business isn't working, but you want your relationship, your, you want your relationship to be on fire. You want to, you know, be connected to your, to your wife. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen if you can't pay the bills, right? And then vice versa. If your body's falling apart, you're not going to have the energy, the passion to show up in your relationship or even in your business. If you don't know who you are and you lost sight of that, your business is going to fall apart. So I think the challenge is learning how to blend those different areas, making those deposits so that way you can have the production to do the things you need to do. I think, I think that's so smart, man. And I'm, and I'm really glad I want to touch on one thing that you said, because I just like, it, I, it's so funny, you'll, you'll say something, anybody says something, and I'm like, wow, that was really good. And then like, they're still talking. And all I'm thinking about is like, wow, I, that was so good. Like, I just I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep going with that. So um, I agree with you, I think. And, and this is this is like sports too, even I mean, I, you, you guys yeah. that have been listening to me for a while, you know, I talk about uh, sports all the time. The um, it's not enough to just be on top, right? It's, it's what's really impressive is when you get knocked off on top yeah. and then you come back. 
you know, um, uh, we talk about like Conor McGregor all the time. Yeah, right? look at that. The billionaire right? spent the new, the new hoodie, the new hoodie from August McGregor. You know, ten percent <laughs> off. Use my coupon code. <laughs> they, I'll put that in the. I'll put that in the YouTube, the YouTube clip. No. The, um, the uh, so I just think it's so impressive. Like you know, obviously, if, if any of you guys are MMA fans, when he lost to like Nate Diaz, right? Yeah, two thousand sixteen, like, the beginning of the year, rode off. Right, gets gets me, and honestly. Gets beat pretty good. I mean, it was like, it yeah. was like, I think it had to do with like uh, taking it on short notice, not knowing who your partner was. Uh, obviously, Nate is a unique style. He can, he can go, his, his gas tank is like pretty consistent, can go, yeah. go all five rounds. And he can take those shots. He can take Ex those shots. Exactly. And, and he kind of proved it in the second fight too, but obviously, I, I think Connor beat his ass the second time. The, yeah. the first time though, I think the, the important thing was that. It, it's like, yeah, you're right. Gets written off. And how easy is it, right? When you're just dominating, you're just winning at life, at business, at sports, whatever it is. But real champions, in my opinion, I think this is why people are so drawn to somebody like him, is because real champions are made, I believe, in my opinion, or I'm, I get excited about this after, when, they, when they're facing adversity, and then they're able to bounce back. Uh, you know, I think that's speaking of same sport, you know, I think that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons I think it's hard for people to truly get behind a guy like John Jones. It's because you look at this guy. Now, I like John Jones, but and let's, I, 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 love, I think he's the GOAT. I mean, he's good. Uh, you can't deny that. He's good. Yeah. And I'm going to keep it within the octagon. But I think that people are, there's a reason that that Connor is selling like these just massive tickets, right? And John Jones, it's like, well, We've seen adversity in his fights, but, you, you know, you can pretty much put out a house loan on how it's going to go, right? Yeah. He can get tagged, he can get roughed up, but ultimately what what is unique about, like, a guy like Con Connor is, like, you see him, Frankie Edgar, same thing, right? You see these guys face adversity. They lose, maybe they lose. Dustin Poirier is another great example, right? Really great example, yeah. Got, got beat by Khabib. It's like when you lose a championship fight, especially in MMA, it's like, where do you go? You, yeah. You've already proved you can't beat the top guy, so where do you go? And I think that now he looks better than ever, and yeah. it's like, that's really impressive. That's really cool. And so in business, I, I have had moments where I've been like, oh, my gosh, I am like, I feel like I'm printing money. Like, look at me. I'm so yeah. awesome. And, yeah. then, and then when you get your ass beat, and it's like, it, it, it's really hard. In fact, I, I'll be the first to admit, like, I have dealt – uh, you know, there, there's the there's the conversations you put out there, and then there's the conversations that happen behind closed doors, you know, yeah. in the house. And I've had some really bad moments where I'm like, man, I don't know if I can do this. I feel like, did I peak too early? Did I peak too quick? Where I I kind of relied on talent and not hard work. Yeah. And and so, anyways, man, I just love that you said that. I'm so passionate about that because it, it it's you, you see these people they win right away or they they show what they want to show on social media. You know, there's entrepreneurs I know that put nothing but good stuff out there and then all yeah. of a sudden they'll they'll tell you a story and they'll say oh a year ago when i had everything stripped from me and i was i was dead broke and you're thinking the fuck are you talking about you 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 know you uh, a year ago you were talking about how you were x y I, I, I think i did one of those posts recently no i'm just kidding <laughs> no I, I i'm thinking of somebody that does it a lot and i'm like okay. i'm like wow man like it, it, i think it's powerful to tell people like dude yeah, shit's hard. It's hard. And I think that's why I wanted to ask the misconceptions thing, because it, it's it's one of those things that like really can beat you up. But I think real champions, like you said, are made if you can rebuild it, if you can yeah. do it again. Network marketing is a great industry because it's one of those things like you can you can potentially you can be in a company at the right place at the right time. And I know a lot of people whose checks I felt like uh, out earned the, uh, the work that they put in. For sure. And, and then what happens is I think we're thinking else. the same people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. right. Then the company either crashes, changes course, does something different, people leave. And then I think there's that second company or that third company where it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, welcome, welcome to real life. Let's see how your skills do when it's not, you know, you're not just dropped into this money pit. Yeah. And um, so, man, I just think that was so, so cool. And obviously, like I said in the beginning, you caught me at a really bad time in uh years ago at christmas i was sitting here i'm like holy shit man this is not what i thought this was gonna i, I was like yeah. oh, looking at my million dollar home you know put picking it out and then it was like all of a sudden i'm in this like 
you know, apartment for like a thousand bucks a month. And I'm like, oh my gosh, man, <laughs> I don't know what happened. So it's, uh, it's really cool that you said that. And I'm really glad that you did. The, the, uh, I'm going to transition here because this is like kind of a unique question. You don't really see this a lot, but because I talk about the fact that there's so much opportunity out there and I am a, like a squirrel, you know, oh, squirrel. Like I'm like, yeah. as soon as a new flashy thing, new flashy opportunity comes around, I'm like, oh, wow. And I like, want to learn about that. Um, for you, a guy who is well-established in what he does, do you, is there any other industries that you look at where you're like, that'd be really cool. Or, Man, someday I'd like to learn that. Well, I, so here's the cool thing about network marketing or in life in general, right? Um, I've been very, very blessed because I think, you know, my first five years, I didn't make any money. So I have a heart for people like that, for sure. people that, that are obviously a lot better off than I was when I got started. They just don't see it. So I have a heart for those people. I also have a heart for people that I call wounded warriors, people that had success before, but now are kind of like in the middle because I've been there. So I have a heart for that. And I help them regardless of whether my organization or not, all these different things like you mentioned earlier. And because of that, I've been very, very blessed to build a large network of people. And they say your network is your net worth, right? Sure. And uh, because of that and because of their experience with me, you know, John C. Maxwell talks about the different, le uh, different uh, levels of leadership, right? Pinnacle is people follow you because they want to follow you, right? because of what you've done for them, the respect for you, X, Y, Z. And, um, you know, one of the industries that I think is super awesome right now, and it, it's only going to last, I would say, for two to three years, and it's actually the solar industry. So the solar oh, yeah. industry, solar power, I mean, there's a huge transition into it right now. I mean, you know, you have Tesla, all this other stuff. And so if you can find a good solar company with a good installer and all that, and you have a strong network, just simply referring people here and there because your credibility can pay you a lot of money. Like, for example, um, you know, my friend, Fawson Chopra, um, he's a direct, he's the area manager for the solar company that's doing very, very well. And so nice. I have leads, right? I go with them to close it. And um, I don't really put a lot of time, but because of my network, it's war market, right? It's people I know, I don't have the door knock. And um, sure. I think last month, um, you know, we closed over $30,000. And oh, so, wow. I, so I split it between him and it was only like an, an, an hour each, two deals, $30,000. So solar, so I say solar is one. Only because personally, I touched that. And I think it's not going to last a long time because I think in a couple of years, as these mandates continue to roll out, um, you know, obviously by a certain year, I think 2040, every, I mean, right now, every new house needs to have solar anyways. That's the new law. So, I mean, once big companies start getting this solar, I think the opportunity is not going to be there. Uh, but if you have the market for it and you have people, find a good company, refer people. That's easy money right there. Sure. That's that's really cool, man. And I, and I love the fact that it's like it's like a really good – uh, product slash service, right? It's because it, it kind of makes it easy to talk about it. You know, I, I hear all the time people come to me and be like, oh man, you know, we can make money off of this or yeah. we can make money off that. And it's like, well, I, I prefer to actually believe in what I'm, I'm talking to my, my friends, my, yeah. my family about. And so I think that's really cool. Solar obviously is very important. It's very cool. For, it's easy for me because I say it's like an IQ test, right? Because they're guaranteed to save money. It's better yeah. for the environment. You know what I mean? Like all the fires we're having right now in California is because of Edison's power lines. The grid is being overloaded because we're all staying home. So, I mean, it is a better deal. It's guaranteed they're going to save money. And also right now, they don't have to put any money down. The whole solar game has changed. Like before, people had to get loans, put liens on houses. But if you have a credit score of 650 and above, you can easily get approved, put no money down, pay it off in 25 years, add equity to your house. So for me, it's kind of a no-brainer. Oh, but, but it is kind of like a privileged service. Like if you don't have 650 credit and you're not the homeowner of the house, then you're not going to qualify for it. So Sure. Yeah. That's, that still sounds like a pretty good deal, and it sounds like a pretty good deal for the people referring because obviously like any, anything. Now, would you consider that service or is it, or is it product? I don't it's actually, know. It's a physical thing, but it's it's like you know you're getting it monthly, right? Yeah. So I don't. Know. What is I it? Just think, I don't know. I just think it's such a cool industry. And uh, now, now, do if you if you don't mind me asking, do if, you know do, if you're a stripper? I say you know the best industry for you to get into is OnlyFans, but you know I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there's people making way too much money, <laughs> bro. There's some people too. Like I've seen some people. I'm gonna get off topic, but there's some people that. Oh man, I'm starting an OnlyFans channel and I'm thinking, why? <laughs> why are you starting an OnlyFans channel? Anyways, um, okay. So, uh, one of the things I wanted to ask you, and I, I wrote it weird, but I, I was like, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clear that up because I don't, I don't idolize anybody. But um, one of the things that I wanted to ask you is, 
Who do you look up to? Who do you think is doing it right? Like when you think about a, a, an entrepreneur, it could be in network marketing, it could be in any industry, but you're like, man, that guy is doing it right. Um, who do you, who do you, God, I don't even want to say I love Who do you look up to? Who do you look up to? Um, one, I would say this gentleman um, and his wife, uh, Jesse Belvin and Erica Belvin. I would say, <laughs> no, but no, but also all, all jokes aside, I would say, man, you too, because like, I think you guys are doing it right. You're pumping out so much value, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm still in the space of like, you know, still involved in the network marketing. I'm still involved in, in you know, the, in the personal development speaking stage. So it's kind of like, you got to show people stuff, but sure. I like the way you guys set it up where you don't have to show people anything. And then it's just, you're secretly behind the scenes, cash and checks, you know, building silently. And when you, and the beauty of it is when you're building silently, nobody knows what to attack. You know what I mean? Cause there's like a bunch of jealous people out there, you know, and stuff like that. And I don't know. So I, I say you too. Um, but I mean, there's just so many people out there, too many people to mention, but I don't know. Tesla's changing the game. I think he's doing a really good job. You know what I mean? And, and why I say he's doing a good job, here's what, and the reason why I look up to him is because he doesn't give a shit. He literally doesn't give a shit what people think. He's literally doing his own thing. Like he went on Joe Rogan smoking a joint, his stock uh -huh. went down and he doesn't care. And I think, you know, that's how we should build our business. Like we should... You know, Tim Ferriss, he had this huge thing is like, if you want to build a solid business, it's not like you got to go out there and get a million customers. You got to build a thousand loyal fans and get them to constantly rebuy. Well, how do you get, how do you get a lot of loyal fans is you got to figure out what your message is. When you figure out what your message is, you can build your tribe. And when you build your tribe, you have people that resonate with you, that love you for who you are, not necessarily this image that you put out. Cause when you, you know, in secret, for example, um, you know, a lot of great skills I built there. But at the same time, like obviously I have dyed hair now. I don't always wear suits and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, in the future when we go to big events, we're going to look like a mafia still. Um, sure. <laughs> but, you know, I had, I had this small thing of what I call imposter syndrome. Because for a while, it's like I'm putting out all the stuff that, you know, I'm regurgitating all this information that my mentors told me all this stuff. But I didn't necessarily put my own twist on it per se. And I was so trying to be like my mentors instead of taking their skill set and putting my own twist on it that I started wondering, like, do people really love me for me? Or do they love me for this image, the person on stage? Like, you know, like, it's like the loneliest thing, man. You're on stage saying all this stuff. You come out down and people are like, man, I love you. You changed my life and all that stuff. And then you go to your hotel room by yourself and you're just like, man, do people really love me, you know? So, man. I don't know. That's just what, that's what, that's what I got to throw on it. That is, that's so true, too. And, and I don't even know if I've ever actually told you this, but I, I, I'm, I'm an analyzer, right? I'm always watching people's style. Uh, how they deliver messages, how they do things. And I, I've actually noticed that about you now. I was one of the people that was like, wow, this guy's a fucking badass, regardless of what stage you were in your speaking. But um, when I caught you, it was, it was Louis V, suits. Yeah, like, like everything. Louis Vuitton, everything. Yeah. Polish. Um, you know, I, I could probably recite a lot of what you were going to say. Um, but I'll tell you this, man. Like, you st you've been able to keep this level of, like, just – being a fucking badass like communicator um but you you are now like i've watched you like and i'm not saying this like i've watched you develop like i'm i'm older than you obviously i'm not i've watched you fucking develop into this rock star but you've got this way of doing it and the cool thing is dude, you've inspired me too i haven't even told you this but um you're very into fitness and yeah. i can see it I, I i watch you know um your videos and like what you're doing and it's so cool because it's like, it's kind of in a weird way. I know this is not fitness, but you've inspired me to like, I've already started like putting out like video game stuff because one of the things that I want to do is like, I want to like have this like level of like stuff that I want to be, you know? Yeah. One of the, I think one of the things that really turned me off to entrepreneurship, uh, even just as recent as a couple of years ago, is I never wanted to be just like, just like a robot, just like what I was supposed to be, what you've seen a thousand times over and over and over again. And you've turned into this, this, like you've turned into Julian, right? Not yeah. this thing. I can't, I can't. I got hand tattoos now. You know, I got <laughs> right? neck tattoos. Yeah. Like. You've taken it a, two, a, a step farther. Too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I, I just think that like, there's going to be people now that say, oh, you're like Julian, you know? And it's like, you've created this thing, which I think is like, is like what I hope entrepreneurship truly becomes is like, you can learn skills. You can learn ways to talk. You can learn, um, all sorts of stuff from entrepreneurship. I love how you said that. You got to put your own uh, unique way. Like, I don't think that Joe Schmo coming in with like torn up jeans and, yeah. you know, shoes. I, there needs to be some polishness to it, right? So, like, you know, so you know who inspires me? There's two people that inspire me, right? But they're not entrepreneurs. Yeah. 
because I know you specifically asked for entrepreneurs, but there's two people, and I, I think you'll resonate with this and like it a lot. One, I realized why I like Conor McGregor so much. The reason why I like Conor McGregor so much is because one, his mindset, him being able to, him not being perfect and showing that to the world, but also learning, shifting and adapting, all that stuff, right? Sure. Um, and the, he's like my spirit animal because there's no filter. He says what he wants. And it's just like, oftentimes, like, especially when I was starting network marketing, I was like, I'm in a fishbowl. I got to be careful what I say. Everybody's watching. And especially in today's world too, like people get offended by anything, right? I'm pretty sure, you know, um, but sure. the second person that, that I really like, you know, idolize or look up to is Israel Ardensenia. I mean, that guy, yep. uh, anime lover, doesn't, you know, is not afraid to show it. He wears like, you know, anime clothes, all the stuff. Yeah. I'm just like, nice why, can't we, why can't we do that in business? Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially network marketing. So, yeah. You know, it's so funny, too, because, like, I'll sit around and I'll, like, now, granted, I talked about video games. Video games is kind of a weird thing, whatever. But um, uh, it's, I look at these guys and, you know, like Ninja. And I was talking about Ninja. Ninja is, like, dyes his hair a different color every day. And people be like, oh, well, you can't be a business owner. You can't be an entrepreneur and look like a clown or whatever. Like, but he's making more money than everybody else. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So my question is. Why can't I talk about something that I know or that I'm good at, like internet marketing or entrepreneurship or whatever, and still be who I want to be? You know, I, I have people, you know, the tattoos thing is like, I know it's like, they look at it and they're like, what, uh, what is going on here? You know, it's like, and un unfortunately and fortunately, they're permanent, right? They're not going anywhere. Yeah. On my own, you know, that is what it is. So it's one of those things like, you've got to like, you've got to be able to put your own, I love that. You've got to be able to put your own twist on it. You, because at the end of the day, uh, that's what's going to make you a legend. Like that's what's going to make you special is when you stand out, when you stand apart from the crowd. Because you you talked about that earlier about how uh, you know you, you almost feel like an outcast. But the outcast yeah. is actually the person that that I, I think it can be can be yeah. can accomplish something that's great. And, now I, um, now I do have a ca a caveat about that too because sure. you know there's there's authenticity and there's also relatability, right? So now we're talking like business and marketing, authenticity Ooh, like and, and relatability. And it's like, if you know what a Venn, di you know, a Venn diagram, you know, the two circles, like whatever, yep. you know, it's like, you, you want to be, you want to be in the sweet spot of authentic, but relatable. So it's like, if you're authentic, you can be out the person you're at a party, you just pour water on your, on your head and start screaming. Like you're authentic, but people are going to be like, what the fuck? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> but at the same time, you don't want to be so relatable that your cookie cutter, your responses are generic. People can't truly connect with you. You're just a people pleaser. So it's like finding that balance and that, you know, and I think we talked about this, like, you know, you take a look at new connor right and i think new connor was born from one tony robbins right coaching him which i thought he did a phenomenal job but at the same time i think connor feels like at a certain level he has to fix his public image right now there's a lot of things i like about new connor but then there's things about old connor that work too now i'm not sure, sure. one is better than the other but if he can merge the two it would be perfect you know I, which, I, which is I, why i, I think he, which is why i think he needs to fight tony ferguson but that's just me <laughs> he, he side note he absolutely uh he absolutely needs to fight somebody where he can at least uh give us a who the fuck is that guy yeah comment because because i think one of the things that actually made him so dominant early on is um you know even before i think even before he was working with guys like tony uh uh is that uh or yeah, is that um, he he would like do like a Tyson thing almost like he would get in their head yeah. before the first punch was ever thrown yeah and and like with um, with Jose he got his uh, his emotions like even Joe Rogan called it out said uh, Connor is so relaxed there and he's like uh, what's uh, Jose who's had the belt forever he's like he looks like he's wearing this moment a little different yeah and got spark and so I think that that's what I would like to see from him I love the mindset. I understand that being a dad changes you for sure. Um, and, uh, but I, I would, I would sure love to see <laughs> him, you know, point out some insecurities. And some people. I mean, there, there's, there's a meme going around right now and it's cool. And I just hope, you know, it pans out that way, but it was like 2016 Connor started with a loss. He was written off, came back, avenged his loss and then became champion. And depending on how it pans out and how he trains, and whatnot, like it's set up to go the same route. You know what I mean? Yep. So who knows? Yeah, I, maybe he fights Tony, maybe he fights Nate, wins, and then fights, you know, Dustin for the championship. Who knows? The, the weight class has is, is never been deeper. In it's my stacked. Opinion. I think that's yeah. the best weight class right now. I agree. And I, I think that, um, I, I, you know, my, here's my question for you. Like, um, 
you since we're on the topic, do you think that that you know making that kind of money and having that kind of success, which I am totally for and totally respect, do you, does that soften you? I say in most cases, yes. I mean, Joe Frazier, you know, a great boxer, once said, "It's hard to wake up at five a.m." and run the morning mile when you're waking up in silk sheets. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, I agree that too. Now I don't, I honestly don't think that's the case with Connor. And I say that because Connor has been making a lot of money for a while now. You sure. know what I mean? He's been making a lot sure. of money for a while now. Like I would say it's over two years for the past two years, right? Two or so three years, let's say three years, mm -hmm. but he still wants to fight and he's still putting himself out there. I legitimately think, and this could be me uh, being a Connor Dick writer. I legitimately <laughs> think, only spending 40 seconds in the last 800 days in the ring plays a huge important role. So I don't think it was because he didn't have the hunger. I think he had it. It just felt different because it's been such a long time. And honestly, I think Dustin legitimately outclassed him. I think, you know, I don't want to take it, you know, I think Dustin fairly beat Connor. You know what I mean? And that, I think that's what it is. I don't think it was him lacking hunger. Um, but I can definitely see that this loss will make him more hungry because I think that's a, you, cause you can tell how he responds. You take a look at like Dan Hooker and Dan Hooker, kind of like what we talked about earlier about like losing the empire, having like the, the, the self-talk. He was like, man, he goes, I threw, you know, I threw my, my gloves in the <laughs> ring and I was like, I'm done with this shitty sport. <laughs> but when I went back to the hotel room, and stayed by myself, else. I was like, I'm not good at anything else either, you know, but that wasn't, yeah. but that wasn't Connor's response. Connor's response like, we're going to do this again. We're going to come back. So I think the hunger's there. He just, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so easy to be the critic on the outside, judging the man sure. in the arena, but that's just my, that's just my analysis. But I think for most people, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, you know, the saying, what is it? The wolf at the top, uh, the wolf at the bottom of the mountain is always hungrier than the wolf at the top of the mountain. I agree with that. And in fact, you know, when I coach people, especially in network marketing, I say, you know, fuck the people at the top, like really. Like the people yeah. at the top that made all that money, like especially in network marketing, top miners, do you know what they're good for? The only thing they're good for are stories. Stories yeah. for inspiration, stories about like, you know, the war days and things to get inspired by. But the people you should really surround yourself with are the people at the bottom climbing their way up with you that are in the grind, they're fucking hungry, they're thirsty, yeah. that want to learn because that's the energy that's going to get you there. Because people at the top, if they're not building, you're going to get inspired, but their energy that's going to rub off on you is not one of intensity and drive, you know? So, you know, it was so funny. One of the things that was going through my head when you were saying all that, because obviously we can't take anything away from like a guy like Dustin. It was like, you know, it's already been knocked out by this guy. I'm sure it's very hard to, to like have that in your head and, um, and to know it could possibly happen again. Um, I'm a, I'm a big uh, like superhero fan. I love, I love like the dark Knight movies. I was mm. thinking about, I always think about when uh, Christian Bale's in that cave and he's got he's got to, he's got to take off the rope in order to actually jump and, and yeah. make that. Now the, the filming on that really didn't look like he he was gonna make that jump, so yeah. I, 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 I won't touch that. But uh, I think that that's that's kind of like what I was talking about. Now Connor's got a really good mindset, but I'm glad you said that. A lot of people struggle from that because it is kind of like that. Oh, I've got the security blanket. You know, we can go back and talk about um, the coaching prices and, and getting stuff for free when you know. If I jump, I'm gonna just come down. I got this rope to catch me. It's all good. But yeah. when you start putting skin in the game, or you know, if you're like in, in this case, like Justin Poirier, you know you've been knocked out by this guy. You're you're gonna take this fight again. Um, that's got to be a really scary feeling that you're gonna be going against this guy. Yeah. And I just think that that's that's that is one of the ways to shine. And and uh, no, I don't think Connor was necessarily underestimating him or anything like that. I think ring rust is is probably the biggest. Uh, contrib uh, contribution to, to that and he will he will bounce back um, but man that is that was so I was like thinking about that I'm like man that's so true if you don't got that rope uh, like you've got to make that jump you've got yeah. to sacrifice you got to show up to coaching you got to take things serious uh, you got to win your match um, but all of a sudden you have that rope on you you got you're like ah, you know yeah I, I totally <laughs> thought you were going to quote uh, I thought you were going to quote when uh, Bane beats the shit out of Batman and he goes, victory, victory, I softened you, you know, or whatever yeah. he said. I thought that's, what I mean, that's actually spot on too, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's spot on too. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Okay. Well, I, I got to end this, but I, I want to just, I want to take this a second and just say, this was a lot of fun because, um, you know, a lot of people you get on and it's like, you got to have an outline and you got to ask some questions and whatever, but it's just, I love going off on tangents with you because you're not just like a traditional, you know, 
let me fix my, my shit. Let me talk to you. Like you, you're like one of the realest entrepreneurs out there. And that's why I was really excited to get you on. Not because, not just because like you're really, you still have like that really polished way of delivering a message, but you, you're real, man. You're real and you're a lot of fun. And, and obviously I love talking about uh, stuff outside of entrepreneurship too. So I, I knew this was going to be a fun podcast. Oh, question. So yeah. if the listeners want to connect with you, where I'm, I, I usually say where to connect with you at, but it's pretty obvious where to connect with people. Um, where would you say you, you deliver the most content? So if they wanted, you know, YouTube, Instagram, where, Insta where do you Instagram go? for sure. Instagram for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, at the Julian Doan. And you can find all my links in there in my bio as well. Like all the past podcasts that I've done, your podcast is going to be featured on there as well. And awesome. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, guys. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put his handle in the, um, it'll be in all the podcast descriptions. It'll be in the uh, YouTube description when we get it on YouTube. Um, so just make sure, hit subscribe, hit follow, wherever you're at, Julian, myself, uh, the podcast. Uh, leave a five-star review. Like I said, we'll throw a $5 uh, Starbucks gift card. Just send me a screenshot. And um, Julian, once again, man, thank you so much for coming on here. I'll get this. Thanks for having me, man. It's great <laughs> catch up with you. I got to drive up awesome. to San Diego, bro. Awesome, man. I can't wait. I will be here. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, guys. And uh, thanks, for, thanks for tuning in.